Welcome back to What the Fumble, where we are about to get right back into our playthrough of Keys from the Golden Vault, the Merkmire Malevolence. Playing our uh, crack team of dwarven operatives, we've got Adam Thane playing Brocky Mogulborn, the fighter, is that right? He is a fighter. Yeah. David Wells playing Rod Stonegrip, the artificer. That's right, the butt-ugly artificer. Miles Wells doing Moe Stonegrip, brother of Rod Stonegrip. Uh, not the twin of Rod Stone Grip, though, which... Very clear, very clear, yeah. Miles and David feel is a very important detail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the older one, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm still a ranger, Justin. I see you looking over your notes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short adventure. <laughs> and, of course, Colin Olton playing Flintlock Mogulborn, the, the face... Yeah. Warlock of an Earth Genie. Glad to be here. Glad to see you all with us. I'm a warlock. Sold my soul. <laughs> For this big old pinky ring. To a genie. Yeah. Pretty cool little subclass. Very cool. I've always wanted to try it. I think we're going to jump right back in, though. You guys want to play some D&D? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So to kind of recap, you guys are in the museum... The Varkenbluff Museum of Natural History, where your mission is to steal a rare stone that was found in the nearby Merkmire Swamp. A stone that's been named the Merkmire Stone for that very reason, and that will be on display in a private gala at 6 p.m. on the second floor of the museum tonight. But according to the Golden Vault and Dr. Cassie Donnell, the rare stone is actually an egg. And if you folks don't get it back to Dr. Janelle before midnight, the egg's going to hatch into an eldritch horror, and a lot of people are going to die, and it's going to be horrible. Yeah, probably us, because we will be front and center to that rock, unless we run away right now. Huh? Huh? <laughs> no? All right. Then we don't get any cool golden keys in the mail. Yeah, really. You're so right. Let's do this thing. Let's fight this animatronic dinosaur. I was going to say, yeah, who needs a golden key when you've got this beautiful Allosaurus in front of us? Start beating on it in front of everybody. I've seen Five Nights at Freddy's. Right now, it's... David, what time is it? Uh, oh, geez. Um, Cripes, you actually didn't give us a time because I didn't write it down. About 4.30 is when we scoped out. Um, <laughs> alarms are on 8. So... I had faith. I had more faith in your notes than you did. I do believe it's around 5 p.m. Yeah. So 5 p.m. Yes. And you dwarves are just in your common clothes right now, kind of checking out all the museum has to offer while simultaneously scoping the place out. And we left off with you folks going up to the second floor where you saw that, yeah, giant preserved Allosaurus display. And you've found the animatronics controls. They're clearly visible. And that is where we left off, I think. You guys ready to get back into it? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, we are. Very much so. So what next? You've got about an hour left till the gala itself starts in the private gemstone wing. And the museum closes at 8 p.m. tonight. Time to get the egg to Dr. Donnell is midnight. All right. So four hours if, after it closes. 
It's a decent amount of time. So I think we should probably continue the sweep of just getting our bearings of the actual museum. Um, And I think I did it on the first floor. I'm going to do it on this floor as well, where I'm going to check the thresholds and maybe even the edges of the exhibits themselves and check to see the nature of any alarm systems. Not not tamper or tinker with them, just get eyes on them to see if like they're magical in nature, mechanical in nature, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Give me a investigation check as you walk around this room. 24. Dude. Mm. 24 is pretty gosh darn good. That's going to get you a pretty good look around here. To the north, you see a hallway. There's a sign that says privies, so the bathrooms uh, down the hall. The nor- down the northern hall to the right. Uh, on the right wall, you see the door to the gemstone wing. It is closed. That's where the private gala will be. There's like a little sign outside uh, that says that the gala is going to start at 6. You can see there's a guard posted on duty outside the door. There's also a second guard kind of patrolling this big old Allosaurus display room. To the left, there is a short little hallway that looks like it leads to the cafeteria. It's called the Unearthed Cafe, and you see a bunch of cafeteria tables and uh, some sofas and chairs in there. Right, that's where Danelle spent most of her time. Against the south wall, you find a little secret door. Uh, although you can tell it's not like really meant to be fully hidden, you know, it's like kind of a sliding uh, panel. A pocket door, I think is what it was called. Yeah, they go, they go and hide in behind the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially just like a little access, access routes for the workers and guards to quickly move through the place. Oh, okay. But it, but also, so you. Don't like mess with the aesthetic of the exactly. Museum. There's oh, no okay. like doorknob or anything that's super noticeable. Okay, cool, convenient. Mm-hmm. You also on the same wall that the gemstone wing is on on that uh, right wall. You see there is a vent like next to the ceiling, you know, like an air vent. And finally, the displays itself in here, you don't find any others that you think are animatronic, just the giant Allosaurus display. Uh, and as you're walking around enjoying all these sights, you overhear some of the other tourists in here, some of the other locals that are admiring the Allosaurus are whispering and talking to each other about how the Allosaurus animatronics have been broken for a few weeks and they haven't been able, the museum hasn't been able to get it fixed. And they were a little disappointed. You were like, oh, I was really hoping it'd be fixed by now. We don't have time to come out here every weekend. (laughs) What else are you going to do? Get eaten by an elder tour? Jeez. So you get a whole bunch from this room Mm -hmm. with your big old roll. 
That's kind of amazing, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining you, like, pretending to be looking at all of the displays, but, like, your cockeye is actually just scoping out the rest of the- <laughs> That's why you're our investigator. <laughs> yeah, like a chameleon. <laughs> One eye, keep it up. Like, yeah, vent. Okay, secret door. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and so someone makes eyes at me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, admiring this lovely uh, dinosaur. Look, look at me in my good eye. <laughs> so all kinds of options. Yeah, to the north bathrooms, to the east gemstone wing and air vent, to the south secret door, to the west cafe. Plenty of locals and two guards in this room right now. Um, the displays themselves, like just again to tell the people at home there's a few displays in this room from the looks of the map uh very specifically the uh sort of like the cornered pieces there around the edge of the room that look to be displays are those like bolted to the floor are those something we could topple over are those things that could be easily moved uh we can still use rod's role to answer that i think yeah there are a bunch of uh they're all like glass display cases with the smaller bones and smaller fossils in them. They're all locked. Uh, none of them look like they would need more than a bit of success with thieves tools. Obviously could break them. Uh, but yeah, they all, they all contain fossils and things that you would, you wouldn't be surprised to find alongside this preserved Allosaurus. For sure. I'm just wondering more like the cases themselves, like in the event we needed to say bar a door and slide this in front of it, like is it easily movable? No, they no. do okay. seem attached to the floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that said, if we need a quick supply of shattered glass, we know where to head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should check out the cafe to see what's going on with that to get a better lay of the land. Fantastic. Oh, man. Um. Yeah, sorry. I just thought of a really dumb cover story if we need to get in after dark, but we'll let let's uh, let's take that into the planning phase. We'll uh, we'll continue the the scoping without any crackpot ideas that so, are definitely going to work. So I think uh, Rod's going to go and move over to the cafe to see what's going to go on with that. Oh, lots of seating in here. <laughs> there is. There is a lot of seating in here. It's a big mix of cafeteria-style tables and lounge furniture. There's a counter in the northeast corner that sits underneath a big old sign, and the sign says, the Cafe. It says, uh, Museum Beers, one silver <gasps> under that. <laughs> Perfect. All right, I'm going sla- to smack five down on the, uh, on the bar right away. You know what? Make it a full gold. We tip generously here. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, yeah. Five museum beers get ordered up. Oh, thanks for the tip. Anytime, anytime. Now, uh, you perhaps you have a tip for me as well. Uh, what would the absolute greatest attraction, I mean, of course, minus the Allosaurus, be on this floor here? Anything that's, uh, that only an employee would know? He shakes his head no. It'd be the the Merkmeyer stone display, I suppose, but that unfortunately is uh, by pass only. Uh, 
I can't afford to see something like that. At least not until tomorrow. It goes it goes on uh, public display tomorrow. Understandable, understandable. There's always that level of exclusivity that brings the extra eyes to any sort of display. Now, I appreciate your time, and you, uh, you buy yourself something nice with that. And, uh, I'm gonna go double fist these, uh, museum beers and scope out and try to scope out which of the guards looks the laziest. <laughs> While you're doing that, I feel like Mo would also be reviewing the layout of where he took the money, where he put the money, and where any sort of safe or lockbox would be. Is there another door similar to like we saw with the gift shop downstairs? Uh, give me a perception check. Sure. Oof. I'm glad I perked into it. Uh, that's still... I rolled a three, but it's a nine after mods. Uh, that's, that's not great, but it is enough to notice that he seems to put the money under the counter. You don't see what he puts it in or anything like that. Okay, fair enough. And as far as guards in here, there only seems to be one. To the north, there's a hallway that just kind of loops back to the Allosaurus display. And to the south, the hallway... It goes into a a different display. The hallway there leads to the Creatures of the Past exhibit. Ooh. Well, I think uh, Rod's going to go to the Creatures of the Past exhibit and get more of this map revealed. Uh, Mo would definitely follow his brother. Brock will follow as well. All right. Flintlock will trust the process. <laughs> Once you turn the corner, you can see there's a long hallway that kind of cuts through a series of displays in this section of the museum. As far as this exhibit goes, you see a bunch of fossils of small prehistoric creatures that are arranged here. Some is fully reconstructed skeletons, others are just little tidbits. The exhibit includes microraptors, ornithopods, dwarf elephants, <gasps> and an ancestor of the cockatrice. Elephants just for us, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's cultural appropriation. <laughs> my God. Speaking of appropriation, you gone done and stolen my accent. Oh, flip. That's right. We're Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked yet. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is the most powerful. You'll all be speaking like this. <laughs> Came out weird. Edit that out. Dwarves. Dwarves. <laughs> right, Kelthrops. Among others. Block and tackle. Block and tackle. Right, right. <laughs> so, going through this exhibit, I feel like, you know. Since I managed to spy some vents in the previous room of the Allosaurus, I think I'm going to go walk through this prehistoric uh, exhibit, keeping an eye out to see if there's any other vents that go and lead maybe into the gemstone wing. I'm just looking for other points of ingress into the gemstone wing. Heck yeah. Uh, as far as this section that you're in now, you do without having to make a check because you're already kind of looking for it. You find another secret door along the northern side of the hallway, and you can tell that it would be leading to the Allosaurus display that you were just in. 
It's the other side of the door, essentially. Beautiful. Uh, Make an insight check, though. Anyone. Who's the insight? I'm the insight. Hang on. (laughs) Uh, Ooh, good job. 19. 19 is pretty good. You just kind of like maybe counted the steps in your head on the way here. You assume that based on the position of this secret door, that between it and the secret door in the Allosaurus room, there's probably like a little 10-foot space. Okay. Mm. So like the... Hmm. There could be like a worker-only hallway in between the walls. Locker room. Or like a service hall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would probably give us, access to that would probably give us access to everything. Because why would you only why would you have the service hall not connected to everywhere that you could? Mm-hmm. All right, that's that is really 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 useful. And then beyond, if you were to keep walking to the east, you would eventually, after a few. Uh, yeah, hundred feet or so would get to the underground wonders exhibit. If you guys want to continue that way, or um, yeah, might as well get a whole lay of the land. Underground wonders, count me in. <laughs> we are underground wonders. I was about to say. <laughs> I just assume it's a room it's a, full of mirrors. Yeah, a bunch of portraits of us. How high are the ceilings in here? Still thirty feet. Ceilings on the second floor are thirty feet. Yeah. So that being said, I guess would be a. Just in case you guys didn't pick up on it, the air vent by the ceiling next to the Allosaurus, that would be like at the top, right? That would require, it's not just a little jump. It's like 25, 30 feet up. Mm. Uh, But it is there. As far as the Underground Wonders exhibit, you guys see all kinds of glittering ore and gemstones arranged in these velvet back display cases. There's little informational signs that explain the local geologic history of each stone. And there's two guards that are in the area. And give me investigation. That's going to be 14. That's enough to notice that there is, in fact, another little secret door that leads from underground wonders to somewhere give me insight see if you can kind of figure out where oh natty 20 so that's 26 very nice based on the layout of the place you assume that this vent would actually lead to the gemstone wing Mm. where the gala takes place Mm. the vent or the secret door Uh, sorry the secret door okay secret door that leads from underground wonders to gemstone wing. And again, you assume there is a space in between a little 10 okay. foot space in between a little service hall. Well, we know where at least a lot of the exits on that go. Fantastic. Also, uh, just shout out to the freaking brothers. <laughs> hey. Hey. You, holy shit. You see everything. You know what it does. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, God yeah, damn, yeah. me and Adam are just here. Um, <laughs> looking at the, uh, knowing that a, a Mo can infer kind of what's going on here. Looking at the displays, though, like if Mo had X-ray vision for a second, is there <laughs> a, 
any like discernible features on the back wall that indicates that there's a hallway back there like basically what i'm asking is if we moved through this hallway would there be any sort of like shifting of light or movement of dust or something if we were navigating these hallways or is it completely separate completely cut off and it's very very discreet which hall which hallway the service hallway like because we inferred based on the pocket door that there is a hallway there is there any like like because there are displays right and i'm sure that's a very thin wall between the display and the service hall i'm just wondering is there like any way like if i was to you know run through that hallway would like i like block a beam of light that would you know impact the display or or if i were to hit that wall like dust would you know fall off that kind of thing i just want to know if it's like truly like a a secretive place I mean, we couldn't probably have a battle in there. Well, no, but... Yeah, you don't see anything like that. All right, cool. You do notice, as you continue to check the room out, that there is a... There's a chunk of jade that's kind of similar in size to what the size you've been told the Merkmire stone is. It's behind a glass case in here. That glass case looks like it's, it's locked. It would take some... Some breaking or some thieving. Heck yeah. But there is like a, a a pretty nice chunk of jade in here. Lots of other stuff too if you were looking to to make some money off of this room. Um, The tops of the cabinets, are those also glass or are they like capped off with like stone or something? Except they're, uh, the top, the- yeah, they're, the tops are also glass so that you can have a nice little view mm-hmm. look into okay. it it's like a nice glass box well i don't know about you guys but there might be a an impossible mission but <laughs> going through the top might be something that's worth doing especially if we're trying to you know avoid any weight triggers or something of that nature going through the top of what one of these cases yeah you saying oh well i mean well i've been looking at these cases and and he kind of leans in to be a bit more quiet about it I'm not noticing any alarm systems of any kind. So I think we might be overthinking this. We could probably go through the top and just do our thing. I mean, the question is, do we wait until after the gala, during the gala, when? Well, it seems to me that the gala would be the most secure location that they're looking to... uh secure any sort of alarm system that's uh going on before the before the after hours alarms are set up would be uh would have two feet in a heartbeat if you know if you understand my thinking and he sort of like glances at the two guards that are patrolling this area so if we're looking to uh look to perform a little switcheroo act there then probably be as simple as uh Waiting for the guards to be in the midst of a change or heading out to somewhere else. Or just distracted by the scintillating vernacular of yours truly. I've got a little bit of a plan myself. It's a a little bit more shitty, I won't lie. Or we set the dinosaurs on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite that robust, I would say, their uncle. Uh, Though, part of my plan, I would suggest, is I still want to look at the privies. Because if there's air events, means air circulation's important. And if we want to clear a room, well, Uncle, you've had a lot of beers. But I don't think one of yours is going to clear a room. But if I get some shit out of the privies, put that in the vents. <laughs> clear a room quite fast, I think. 
And then we just stroll back in. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're, we're the health inspectors. We see you got shit in your vents. Sterling <laughs> bites of shit everywhere. It could work. I mean, I guess the Merkmeyer stone would be a slightly less priority, a slightly lower priority if there are people throwing buckets of shit everywhere. <laughs> we're not going to throw them. You know, we, we're not going to be throwing shit everywhere uncle like we're, we're gonna discreetly perhaps pop a squat inside of one of the vents <laughs> or, look, look look or i can just and i hollowed uh some ball bearings i can just imbue one of these ball bearings with that smell um mechanically magical tinkering with objects of artificer i can infuse an item with oh, an odor oh, so you can that? make a ball bearing smell so, like poo yes <laughs> mechanically so if we want stink bombs, I can just make. I can only make two, but I mean, if there's circulation, I, I I'm just trying to think of how we can clear a room. And surely people going to a gala are a little snobby about the subject. Yeah, those blue bloods don't like you know smelling like poor people, which shit does smell like poor people. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Speaking of gala, you can hear people in the. Allosaurus display and kind of maybe hear through all these not so hidden secret doors, the the crowd starting to kind of form outside of the doors. There is one more display on this hall that you guys have been walking down if you would like to keep going, but the gala is starting to gather. All right. I think we should probably change into some proper attire and maybe continue our casing of the joint we can see how shitty the privies are while we change there you go <laughs> give you a real inspiration for your crap ball <laughs> <laughs> it's really huff it all right well so i think we're gonna go and head to the privies and change into our formal attire uh, before we do though i think it i think it prudent that we at least check for doors right at the very end there at the uh archaeology display Seeing that that's the furthest part of the hall, I would think there's probably something to keep things circular in here. Yeah, it's just a few more feet down the hall. If uh, Mo wants to take a little peek, sees. Yeah, he sure does. Give me a perception. Perception. Uh, 21. Very, very nice. The archaeology display is filled with picks and brushes and other archaeological tools all on display here. There's little informational placards that label them as the tools famous local experts used to dig up the wonders that were found and that are now found in the museum. The tools that dug up the Allosaurus display. <laughs> There's a bunch of murals along the south wall that depict famous digs. There's a guard that's patrolling around in here. You kind of notice that the guard in here and the guard in the Underground Wonders exhibit kind of are on the same patrol route, you know? They kind of switch rooms every now and again. Okay. Put a second set of eyes on things every new, every few minutes sort of thing, you know? Uh, but with that nice of a roll, you notice that there's a knife and an axe among all the tools on display that are... Like, they're really, really nice. They're behind the glass case that has a lock on it. 
but they look like formidable weapons. Shame they're locked up behind these cases. Oh, indeed. Oh, that, that got the fish pretty nice, I would say. <laughs> and there is also, pretty important, a uh, little detail. There is a door on the northern wall of the archaeology display that leads to the gemstone wing. It says gemstone wing, uh, but it also says employees only. You're not supposed to, like, cut through here. It's just a, it's okay. a service entrance, but it's not trying to be hidden at all. Suspicions oh. confirmed. <laughs> All right, let's go throw some shit around. (laughs) So to the privies. So you circle all the way back around. You enter that now familiar Allosaurus display room. Huge dinosaur just dominating the center of the room. Make your way to the northern hall to the privies, which are five separate stalls just along the hallway. So it's not like a... You know, there's not one door that leads to the bathroom, and the bathroom has a bunch of stalls. It's five doors, five stalls. Okay. Are they, like, very sealed doors? Are they, like, typical stalls we'd see in, like, our bathroom, modern day or whatever? Or are they just, like, saloon doors, and it's like, hey, just don't look? (laughs) They are fully sealed doors, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Good spot to hide. You also notice at the end of the hallway, just on the other side of all five stalls, there's a staircase that leads up. Uh, there's like a little rope with a sign in the middle of the rope tied across the oh, entrance classic. of the stairs that says attic, no entry. Nice. Nice, mm. nice, 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 nice. So everyone taking a bathroom or what do we? Heck yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. The family that gets gold together shits together. <laughs> so above the table, I think I think the plan here is we will actually attend the gala, but the actual attempt at stealing the stone, I think we won't be able to do it during the gala or while at, during opening hours. We're probably going to do it after hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the there are we do have options. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I could see that could even possibly be semi-feasible during the gala with so many eyes on the Merkmire stone is uh, hope that they have like extra security or we can talk the security away from that Jade thing and then pull a switcheroo while we're there. If we're if like someone's making speeches or anything like that, get eyes on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really risky with a lot of people involved. Um, I don't know. So I, I like I can I can only see doing it after hours. Okay, I, I just want I just want to make sure so that no one's going to do any crazy moves during the gala. I'm going to take it and run. <laughs> um, well, not to twelve angry men this, but I think that taking it during the gala might be the better option, strictly because the alarm system that we still haven't figured out is going to be active past closing hours, and if there's any movement, as we found out from Bob Bobberson not gonna fly so this is why i'm thinking we clear the room somehow and this is why mo is suggesting hey if we can get these stink bombs going let's get something sorted that way surely there would be some guards there but i'm sure there's another way we can cause a commotion somewhere else to draw those guards away 
Well, I mean, I can... Part of my magical tinkering is I can also make, like, a noise come from something. It only emit, It says specifically in the PHP it only goes for 10 feet, right? So I guess we'll have to play with that as well. But, I mean, I can make, like, a knocking sound if I and put a ball bearing in the corner next to one of the service hallways and make a knocking sound. Or I can have it say a six-second message and be like Bob Bobberton, do all my best impression and leave a six-second message of like, oh, I need help, need help, kind of thing, right? And then that might get some attention away and for us to do the switcheroo. Yeah, so... I don't know. I think what I'm weighing against here, and I've, I feel like in canon, like in game, we're kind of having this conversation secretly, like over the stall doors, <laughs> like, <laughs> as we're all popping a squat kind of thing in whatever way we, we manage that. We all just punch a hole directly to the left so we can <laughs> like connect all of the stalls. As far as the stalls or the privies each one you know the door closes and there's just a simple latch on the other side of the door there's no like proper lock and key just a latch yeah but i mean there's probably a lineup too so we probably shouldn't Mm -hmm. be having this conversation too loud no of course i'm just said for flavor oh yeah stinky flavor um (laughs) dude dude (laughs) uh brocky's gonna look under the, the the like toilet setup whatever's going on is it like a like just a bench with a hole kind of thing Mm -hmm. how deep is it at least 30 feet (laughs) second floor baby (laughs) (laughs) right to the displays (laughs) down below yeah uh, you can you can do a perception (laughs) just look real hard down that (laughs) nature check (laughs) so uh 10 uh there's an unfortunate dookie in the way. Uh, <laughs> this kind of clog in the pipes. Ooh. Hard to tell. Yeah. So it's pipe style or like not outhouse kind of thing? Proper plumbing? No, yeah. I think it's just a hole. Yeah. Like, it's is there a, a magical sewer system that we could deal with? Well, uh, I'd ask that question last episode about aqueducts, among others. I'm just wondering if you were saying your ring thing, you. Yeah, just reach underneath, down the- put it on a python or something like that. Leave you in the ring. Somebody comes back for it. One yeah. less person to hi- have to hide. Yeah. I think he's implying that I get sucked into my ring with my class feature. And they stick me in the toilet and then I wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think whatever style toilet it is, you'd be able to at least achieve that. Put you Do an upper decker with your ring. Oh my god. The clogged pipes are making it hard to to determine how <laughs> far down the pipes one. go, but I mean if that's what you want to do, absolutely I think any style outhouse would have somewhere that you could screw a ring into. Hmm. I like where this is headed, especially if we're, you know, if we are here after the gala closes, putting on having all of our gear and stuff like that. Hmm. Speaking of the gala, you can hear the door is starting to open all this looking at the displays and all this planning. You've lost track of time and realize about 10 minutes from the doors opening. It's about 5.50. Doors open at 6. You can hear most of the crowds out there. You guys getting into your fancies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Give me just a quick around the table of what fancy looks like. What does fancy Brocky? If you had to describe Fancy Brocky in 
140 characters or less. In 140 characters. Okay, <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> uh, Brocky looks basically like a valet that uh, forgot his uniform, so he's wearing somebody else's that's a size too small. Nice. <laughs> his face is slightly red. There's a little, like, muscular bulge, and he's just like, uh, uh, let me get your keys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, when it comes to Rod, he's gonna have, like, think, like, orchestral, like, symphony kind of, like, tux, where it's, like, a bow tie, <laughs> long ducktails, very flamboyant. The ducktails go, like, past the knees almost, and it almost looks a bit too big, but it's almost kind of as a show of, like, oh, because the ducktails are big, that means I'm more important, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Excellent. <laughs> You're a short, stout dwarf, too, so you basically look like Penguin from Batman. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly that, yeah. That's great, <laughs> and yeah, and, and just for and just for fun, just to finish the look, I'll have a proper top hat. Hell yeah, <laughs> you're so fancy. Uh, you so fancy. Definitely picturing the like the Danny DeVito version. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Mo comparatively uh, getting a chance to pull out his dress uniform from his boat. Uh, he's got a frilly puffy white shirt because somebody needs that in this campaign um and he's got a vestment that isn't salt stained um he considered putting on a tricorn uh but thought better of it (laughs) and he has (laughs) thought better of it just a bicorn yeah yeah exactly no you have a trilby of badassery right (laughs) oh yeah 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 um and you can see like i'm uh again some nice um uh slacks that he has on uh with fully covered toe shoes that are not snakeskin um excellent that's 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 the the dwarf characteristic (laughs) (laughs) never mind uh and as far as flintlock goes um think like full odd job (laughs) 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 just like squat square boy bowler hat bow tie (laughs) <laughs> this man has approximately 12 polygons <laughs> yeah no one can hit me <laughs> everyone's Full like don't Audra. play this guy um i love how it's just one word and we all know exactly what you look like <laughs> hey if there's anything you know about me it's that i'm a man of few words <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> All right, so I think uh, we're going to go and head to the Gala and get into the lineup and actually scope out the gemstone wing. Yeah. Would be the next thing. Um, ooh, uh, while we're in line, just on the note of the people complaining about the Allosaur, um, I'm going to just sort of make casual conversation about how it sure is disappointing that Allosaur ain't, ain't up and moving. I mean... My 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 family and I we came in here, we came in to see that mo- up and moving, maybe singing a little doing a little jig, saying a little dance. Uh it's just really disappointing, don't you think? Uh just trying to get the the general feeling of the room. Oh, I like it. To be a little bit dissatisfied with a not moving animatronic Allosaur. Uh making eyes at Rod over here, and I sort of like sidle up to him. So if I pitch you uh, fixing that up after hours, would you be into that? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Just, uh, you know, got to have a backup plan for the backup plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's an easy fix. Exactly. Fantastic. 
now. Give me a uh, either persuasion or performance for your little speech in line. Excellent. Ooh, 24. Hey. Very good. Mm. very good. So as you four dwarves in your very fancy attire enter the Allosaurus display room, which uh, has those nice oaken doors that lead into the gemstone wing, get yourselves in line. You can tell right away the guard that was, uh, the guard that was just outside the doors is getting people lined up and starting to look at people's tickets in these final moments before the door opens up. You see, there's about 20 other gala attendees that are milling about in the Allosaurus display now. They're all dressed in very elaborate finery until long-time donors are in the crowd. You know, they all seem to kind of know each other. They've been to these types of events together before it's like the social standing it's like oh yes well i was comped my ticket yes well i was comped my ticket but i also donated this lovely rock in the uh archaeological wing there's a lot of that going on hell yeah as you start complaining about the allosaurus uh one of them a female elf kind of like turns her head and leans in towards you, Flintlock, and she says, you know, I heard all it would take is just a quick little fix. Someone who knows a little bit about wiring and that kind of thing. But everything around here, so much red tape, and uh, that's the excuse, but you would think after all the money we donate. That's what I'm saying. Just like, if... If they weren't spending so much time on prepping that uh, that Merkmire stone thing, they could have, I, I swear, just one more set of hands. That's all you need. You'd have that Allosaurus display and that Merkmire display on lockdown. Goodness gracious. It is a travesty. She gives you this, like, you know, this, yeah, you go, girl kind of look. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I do go, girl. <laughs> kind of turns back around. She's like, you're right. Yeah. Who, who could I talk to? I could fix that thing. I'm good with my hands. I could do some wiring. Who do I talk to to fix this thing? Oh, fantastic, fantastic. I think so. Anytime we see Alda Arkin when we're in on that display, sure, we make nice. We schmooze. But I think it's very important that she knows the importance of uh, having a fully work functioning museum, especially during a function that has such high profile and important guests such <laughs> as yourselves. It's like making sure people know that like that if they make their voice heard, they'll know they're important. You see some uh, guards kind of look your way, a few of them. Give you some eyes, but the doors open, and on the other side of the oak doors, you guys see this luxuriously appointed ballroom. There's crimson tablecloths and fine china adorning all these dining tables in there, chandeliers that sparkle overhead. There's cabinets with Glittering gemstones surrounding the entire space. And at the wing's center is a marble pedestal bearing 
a very peculiar looking light green stone. A little placard underneath it, you can already tell, says the Merkmeyer Stone. There it is. People start filing into the room, the guard outside the door checking their tickets. When it gets to you, Flintlock, this guard, this female human with a kind of rigid look on her face, you see the name Captain Bikram is written on her little name tag. And she uh, looks at you and says, Oh, I don't believe I've seen you here before. Ticket? Oh, of course. I believe you should see that everything is here. Is in order. I hand the uh, the ticket that I was supplied. She'll uh, look at it. Oh, very well. Enjoy the display. Thank you very much. Now, I uh, I truly appreciate everything that you're doing here. And uh, honestly, the fact that you have to be stuck out here instead of in with the rest of the gala, it's a crying shame with all the work you put in. But uh, you know what? I see you. I I appreciate all the work you put in. And then I, I walk through. <laughs> she gives you a very odd look. Halfway through the speech starts like kind of looking at the line behind yeah. you too. And then ushers you into the room. It's next. Mm-hmm. And the rest of you all have tickets as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're all ushered into the room, unless any of you want to stop and say anything to Captain Bikram as well. Um, the only thing I want to be concerned with is, uh, is she armed with anything more advanced than the typical rabble that are patrolling the rest of the museum? She's got a spear on her back. Mm. All right. But give me investigation. Sure. Uh, seven. Not very good. Hmm. You do notice the spear on the back. <laughs> okay, though. okay. As you are all ushered into the room along with all the other attendees, you see people start kind of taking seats at tables. Others start mingling about, talking to people they might not have seen in a little while. As everyone is uh, mingling, though, you see this elven female kind of make her way up to the area of the room next to the Merkmeyer stone. She's walking with a very noble gait. She has both her hands behind her back, like crossed. And as she's walking up there, you can tell, like, behind her back, she's holding on to a little clutch, a fancy little, you know, a little purse clutch. Very nice. And she walks up there, turns around, and kind of clears her throat to get the attention of the crowd. And... I says, oh, I won't keep any of you long. I know everyone's quite eager to gaze upon this beautiful, beautiful new exhibit that the Varken Bluff Museum has acquired. I just wanted to thank everyone for your continued support and very generous donations to the museum. It is just a pleasure to be able to give you all this opportunity to gaze upon this amazing artifact before it goes on public display tomorrow but without any further ado please enjoy and she kind of like you know gestures towards the stone 
This is the Mark Meyer Stone, and everyone kind of claps in the room. Join in on the polite applause. Mm-hmm. Just put down my applause beer to uh, <laughs> properly clap. <laughs> and with that, the, the gala begins. There's a few museum workers, like little like people with trays of hors d'oeuvres, you know, prosciutto-wrapped, cantaloupe, that kind of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. Cantaloupe-wrapped prosciutto, just for variety. Beef Wellington. Mm. Prosciutto that hails from Dominia. (laughs) All right. Yeah. There are three guards... If you include Captain Bikram, so it's Captain Bikram and two other guards in the room currently. The curator, Alda Arkin, is already starting to kind of mingle with some of the donors and patrons of of the museum. What do the four of you start doing at this private gala? What does blending in look like for you folks? Oh, they're going to need more hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a tray from <laughs> the passing servants. I imagine at some point one of the organizers who, you know, the person who organizes but really doesn't care much or look at their staff uh, ends up just handing Brocky a tray full of hors d'oeuvres, which he's like, D- dispenses amongst the guests. And he's like, what? Like, you know, when you dress all in black and somebody's like, do you work here? And starts asking you questions when you don't work there. Uh, so he's yeah. got this big tray, just starts eating, and he's going to go to, like, the eventually trying to find, like, the fattest, jolliest nobles and just start trying to make friends with them with food. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, hey, Flint, um, I think we've got an idea with the Allosaurus. I'm not good at talking to people. Maybe if we can get Alda's ear and try and offer my services for Allosaurus to fix it, maybe after hours gets us an in. My thoughts exactly, my young apprentice. Well, maybe not apprentice, but my young companion. Now, you always were really quick on the uptake. Now, if I can get a, I can get her ear for just a moment, I am sure that I can talk you up real nice. That said, you, uh, your keen eye. Could probably use that to uh, scope out anything that we would need to know for after hours for if any th- if we do need to head in here. We're going to have to do that one way or the other. You and your brother, you got that? Yeah, we got it. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'd like s- brush my hair back, finish my uh, finish my planning beer, reach for <laughs> a your planning beer. <laughs> <laughs> Reach for a, uh, like one of those, I imagine, like those little fluted champagne glasses, pour it out, pour some, uh, pour some schmoozing beer into it, <laughs> and start swaggering my way up to Alda. Very good. And the Stone Grip brothers are going to start scoping the room. Absolutely. So let's start with Brocky then. Brocky, I'd say the portliest looking gala attendee is. Another dwarf. It's not a dwarf you've ever met. Uh, he has a fairly short, shaven, red beard. He's dressed in very fancy attire that fits very well. Wow. I need- but yeah, you can mosey on up to him if you'd like. Oh, yeah. He's uh, immediately going to start trying to 
he's going to get some schmooze and beers. Um, he's going to ask how he's about his tailor um, and just start trying to make friends with this guy. He shakes her hand and says, oh, hello, good to see you. Don't think we've met before. Dr. Horthnar Stonecrusher at your service. Stonecrusher. Horthnar Stonecrusher. Horthnar. Powerful name. <laughs> it's a power powerful name. Powerful name. Horthnar. Yeah. Now, are you like a doctor of medicine or you're like an anthropologist? Did you uh, scoop up any of these dinosaurs here? As me, no, I'm a surgeon. You're a surgeon. You got the steadiest hands around. Aye, but my love, my true love, it's natural history and gemstones. Look at that beautiful thing. Oh, she's gorgeous. Wonder how many carrots she is, how much she weighs, how she feels in your hand. Aye, even the best of donors don't get to touch stuff like that, unfortunately. I bet if you stared into it long enough, though, you could see the meaning of the universe. Uh, do you want to try? <laughs> <laughs> Just have a staring contest with the rock. Just a couple of minutes. Not a little hurt. You two just, <laughs> just stand there next to each other and start staring at the stone. There's just a lot of, oh, ah, oh. Beautiful. Oh shit, this one's stuck in a loop and that one's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just bask. Bask for a bit with this I guy. I like it. You just stand next to Horthnar for a few moments. Let's go to the two stone grip bros then. I'm going to be doing my typical, what I've been doing with the rest of the museum, looking for alarms around the exhibits and such like that and the thresholds and see what I can find in that regard, the nature of them. And I'll be searching for secret doors, air vents, uh, other points of of ingress or egress. Really scoping the room out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need investigation from one of you, insight from one of you. Insight from Mo, that's for sure. So that's going to be an 18 investigation, and that's going to be a 23 insight. God. That combo, though. (laughs) It's like Uh, going to therapy. It's like (laughs) one person just blurts out so much information, the other one just makes sense of it. (laughs) There you go. 23 on the insight. You can tell the other two guards, the two guards that aren't Captain Bikram, look like... Fairly easygoing, you know, just there for the paycheck sort of thing. Captain Bikram, though, you can tell just by kind of watching her that she is a stickler for rules. She She's probably a vet. She's probably a veteran and, you know, probably served in some wars. You can tell that she's grizzled and hardened and she'd be a force in a... She'd be, you know, hard to to win over, hard to argue rules with. With the perception, you hear a few things, Rod. You hear someone kind of whispering about the curator in a conversation not too far from you. One of them says, Oh, what do you think she's fidgeting with her clutch for? I wonder what she's got in there. Some sort of bad news, maybe. Maybe she's about to fire someone. Wouldn't that be a juicy little event to watch? Ooh, hot goss. 
But the other kind of shrugs. Who knows with that one? I hear she's really into those oversized vintage dolls. You know, like the ones you can win if you get all the tickets at the circus. (laughs) (laughs) Here she keeps one in her office. Big as a grown human is what I hear. And the other one's like, that's such an odd one. Jake. Lovely stone, though, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, ah. <laughs> they just join the two dwarves staring at it. Oh. Stare right over our heads. Yeah. Great. Now I got this image of, like, where we need to hide, so we go into her office and then do, like, literally three kobolds in a trench coat, but it's going to be four dwarves and a big doll. <laughs> <laughs> that is what your perception hears. Uh, what your perception sees you can tell that the pedestal that the Merkmeyer stone is resting on, the pedestal is bolted to the ground, and there are tiny little arcane runes etched into the pedestal. It would take an arcana check to determine what they do. I can do that. Oh, wow. My first bad roll. It's going to be a 10. A 10 is actually the exact number you need to determine oh. this. Level one, so numbers aren't yeah. too, too high mm-hmm. yet. You're aggressively competent. That's what I'm going to talk you up as. <laughs> <laughs> With a 10, you manage to determine that if the Merkmeyer stone was lifted from this pedestal, uh, an alarm would go off, and you're fairly certain it would result in all the doors in this room being sealed. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you guys start hearing and seeing all kinds of stuff, start watching some guards. You do see uh, the vent that, you know, leads into the Allosaurus room. But, yeah, it's way up at the top of the wall. It's like 25, 30 feet up next to the ceiling. But it is there. Okay. And meanwhile, Flintlock is kind of walking up to Alda Arkin, who's kind of making the rounds, the museum curator, making sure to... To rub elbows with all the donors in the room. Um, very quickly before we move on, just given that this room is on the east-facing wall to the outside, is there any windows in here, or nope. is it no? Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. I think the reasoning it would be like if you want to see the stone, you have to pay to get in. You don't yeah, get to just fair. look yeah. through a window. Yeah. And then they can like magically control how the lights shine, like reflect. Yeah, the wall exactly. So they, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Also, you know, like light can fade things over time. So if they do have anything that's important, they wouldn't want that light pollution going on. So Flintlock, what do you say to the curator as uh, she kind of you know ends a conversation with one of the attendees, turns and there you are right behind her and says, "Oh, I don't believe we've met." Well, ah, in fact, I aim to remedy presently. Flintlock Mogelborn, at your service, miss. I, uh, he, like, reaches a hand out to, uh, to either shake or, like, Greet. smooch, whatever. Or smooch, and she shakes it and says, Alda Arkin, curator of the museum. Oh. I'm sorry, I, uh, always try to make it a habit to... Meet all the donors face to face. Oh, well. You can tell she uh, she's assuming slash asking that you're a donor. <laughs> well, I mean, you are a busy woman with all of these displays, so I can, can 
I can completely understand why it has taken us so long to be formally acquainted. Uh, that said, I take no offense. I, uh, people like ourselves know that, uh, the best takes time, and you look like someone who appreciates only the best in every, in every aspect of this work. It shows. Why, thank you very much. Now, that said, I, uh... Wow, this gala is absolutely stunning. That Merkmire stone, I swear I would have donated double what I have currently pledged for an opportunity to come in here. But, uh, I couldn't help but notice on the way in, there, uh, there were rumblings amongst the crowd and amongst the people that, uh, there seems to be something, something amiss with the, the, uh, display outside. And that's going to be people's first impression when they come to see the Merkmire Stone in the morning tomorrow. Oh, yes, the Allosaurus display, the animatronics. And uh, as she's saying this, like, one of the Gala servers offers her uh, an hors d'oeuvre, and she just kind of shakes her head no, uh, remains kind of standing firm with her hands behind her back, holding her clutch. Even when she shook her hand, she just, like, took her hand away from her clutch for for a second, shook your hand, and then hand right back behind the back. I it, want to know what she has. It is a it is a true shame, but there's just been so much going on with getting the Merkmire stone display ready and old displays going down, the new season. Of course, displays are... I mean, this is what people come for. That's got to take priority, but... I'm fairly certain we do have someone scheduled to come fix it in... A week or so, I I think I'd have to check my schedule in my office. I'm sorry I didn't. Oh, not to worry, not to worry. We're just making casual conversation. However, I do happen to be acquainted with one of the preeminent um, arcanists of our time. He may not look like much, but I'd say aggressive competence is what he brings to the table. <laughs> now... I can understand that going through the proper channels with outsourcing, sort of like makes a sour face, would uh, would allow for all of your displays to be up and running in a week's time. But what if I could offer you every single display completely prepared by tomorrow morning? I mean, every all of the public is going to be coming to see this Merkmire stone. Can you imagine the stars in those children's eyes if they could see that Allosaurus as well? It would make quite the opening. So you're suggesting having someone, you you know someone who could fix it tonight? Oh, yes. I'm a stickler for this schedule. It would be very short notice. No, uh, give me a, uh, I guess, persuasion. Excellent. It's not really deception or anything like that. You're telling the truth, essentially. you got someone yeah. who might be able to fix it tonight. Mm. I'm pitching it, baby. Maybe some hyperbole, but, I mean... <laughs> You're aggressively competent. Put that on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's a two on the die for a seven. Ouch. Ah, good thing we have backup plans. Goddamn. Right she... next to the 20. As you're pitching it, like, she seems to be buying it, and you think maybe if it was at any other point, had you caught her 
a few weeks ago or in a few days from now, maybe the answer would be different. But there's just too much going on. Her focus and attention seems to be on the Merkmeyer Stone and making sure that it gets properly taken care of before it's, you know, open to public display tomorrow. I'm sorry, we just... Tonight is just not a good night. If you'll excuse me, I have lots of other donors I need to say hello to. Your name again? Ah, Flintlock Mogulborn. A true pleasure, Mr. Mogulborn. I hope you enjoy the Merkmeyer Stone. Likewise. Well, disappointing, it's very understandable. Have yourself a wonderful night, miss. And with that, she kind of turns her back to you. Shit! <laughs> and as she's walking to the next donor, you can see her little clutch is fairly full. There's a lot in her little handheld clutch. Oh, man. It's bulging. And her fingers are kind of fidgeting on it. Hmm... Hmm. Well, I guess let's go back to Brocky, who's still just know. standing Ooh, and staring at staring. <laughs> or anyone. Has anything changed over by Brocky? Dr. Horn, what the hell is his name? Hornthar. Horthnar. Horthnar. Stone Crusher. Dr. Horthnar Stone Crusher is still just staring in awe. It's like, oh, damn, it's beautiful. If you shift two millimeters to the left, it's a completely different experience. <laughs> um, Do you know what kind of mineral it might be made out of? Is it rock? Is it gemstone? Is it... I think I hear it's something rare, something from, who knows, maybe another plane of existence. Oh, space rock. Aye. <laughs> so what's the plan? Oh, man. Shoot, I was really hoping to get an in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo will sidle up to Flint. So, uh, how'd, how'd the uh, chat go? It didn't sound too well there. Well, I gotta say, Miss L seemed more, far more preoccupied with the contents of her clutch than she did with the uh, prospect of hiring your brother there. Um, All I'm saying is, uh, if you shit the bed, I mean, we can shit the room, too. <laughs> It's, fair, it's, fair. it's an opportunity, I'm just saying. Fair, fair, fair. Now, uh, can I assume that I have been given the information regarding the arcane runes in that, uh, surrounding that there rock? Aye. Um, something else you should probably know as well is, uh, well, the captain seems to be a bit, uh, uptight. Her, uh, her entourage seems to be a little bit more laid back. I'm sure if you were looking to get an in, you could probably talk to one of the guards, maybe... Talk about a union or taking <laughs> back the wages and the means of production. You know, that kind of Good thing. Lord. <laughs> you start a revolt against the captain of the guards. Hey, these are your words, not mine. <laughs> Listen, I'm good, but uh, I'm not sure anyone's that good. I could try it, though. All I'm saying is that the guards seem a little more laid back than, than, the, uh, than their captain that they're supposed to represent. Uh, perhaps knowing a little bit more about them, their roots, or what they're looking to do with their lives as a way to sort of coerce them out of here might be worth investigation. Very, very understandable. Um, while uh, while we're chatting, is the um, is this a this like a closed event, and the rest of the um, I was going to say restaurant, rest of the museum 
is yeah, the doors still open? Have, the doors have been closed behind oh, you. Okay. Now so that. it's not like something that's the... Like they shut down the rest of the museum and like the donors have free reign to... No, they don't. Yeah, okay. they don't want people who didn't pay to get a free peek before tomorrow. Fair, 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 fair. Okay. So what's the plan? What do you fancy dwarves want to do? I mean, I've... Mm. Well, if we do our little, you know, party mingle whisper in our ears, keeping everybody uh, on the uptake, you're talking about fancy dwarves. We need somebody to uh, to touch the stone, see what happens. What? Oh, I, what? I mean, I'm I'm a big boy with my big meaty hands. What Hrothnar or whatever? He's a little distracted. I just go. She is so beautiful. It's amazing. I'm so happy to share this moment with you. And I'm going to smack him hard on the back and see if that will propel him into the display. Oh, we're going to push him into the display. Oh, oh nice. You know, I, I, I get it. Uh, yeah. Accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> just having a bromant and. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Hopefully he's so taken aback by it. Give me. I mean, it, you know, it works. Like he yeah. stumbles forward towards the stone, but he's going to try to catch himself. So let's do like a, a contested uh, shove check, essentially. Really? Yeah. Athletics. Oh, fuck. Cause if that like locks all the doors, what are they going to do? Lock all the donors in the freaking room? That's it. Hell yeah. Oh, oh, that's a look at him. <laughs> I got an 11. Hey, hey he he's a commoner. Well, I got a nine. <gasps> oh. Doctor Hrothnar, Hrothnar, Stone Crusher. Oh no, he's gonna crush the stone. (laughs) Goes, he goes toppling for. He tries to catch him, so he's like, "Oh crap!" (laughs) And he bumps hard into the pedestal that the Mergmeyer Stone is on, and you can see the stone like start to, you know, go back and forth. It's gaining momentum. It was like every single head in the room like turns, every mouth is wide open, like <gasps> And sure enough, the Merkmeyer stone falls right off of the pedestal. Alda Arkin is like slow motion running over there to catch it, you know, just just barely manages to get there on time. The stone falls into her hands, not the floor, but it's still enough that all hell breaks loose. Immediately, like lights start to flash in the room. There's this beep, 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 beep. You hear a series of really, really loud clicks as you assume every door, including the secret ones that are just little, you know, entryways. Everything gets locked down hard. Yeah. You see a panel, like, fall over the air vent next to the ceiling. Oh, shit. Everything locks hard. Everyone, Everybody panic! Everyone panics. Everyone starts to scream. I encourage this. And we'll find out what happens next week. Hell yeah! Oh. We hit the button, you guys. Nobody shit themselves!